What's up, YouTube Nights? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price top 10 plus one for the week ending, I don't know, March. Uh, we're going to say, yeah, March 14th because 13 is, a, is an unlucky number. Shout out to everybody in the live chat. We got an interesting list today. A lot of, uh, you know what? I think a lot of people are going to get five for 10, six for 10. So pretty easy list, right? That's always an easy list. But while you guys are congregating, uh, you know what? We haven't said, you know, you guys are sick of it, but I like it. So, so you know what you're going to have to do? We're going to have to say the word. As soon as I find say say the <laughs> oh, word man, here, do something different. Do something. You want something different? Do the Doobie Brothers one, man. Do my <laughs> intro that I got. The video game one. Yeah, let's do that video game one. No, oh, you just want to see it because of her. Well, you know what <laughs> I I'm gonna love do? It. Let's do some metal, man. Oh, I'm gonna go DJ Zephyr. Yes. Here we go. Why are you guys congregating? <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. DJ Pimp, when, 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 when you're ready, your, 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 your six minutes starts now. Check, 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 check this out. <laughs> recommend a movie I, I saw it the other day i don't know it has nothing to do with the show or anything it's on amazon prime it's called the wave oh it's i thought you were cool. saying the batman hmm. no it's yeah cool. it's, it's <laughs> the wave. Cool. yeah no it's awesome it's about like um i don't know uh an afterlife maybe i don't know but like in a really weird druggy kind of way it's it's pretty cool it's actually a pretty cool movie um, is that the other one where you die and then you go and well uh, no he, i mean he takes this hallucinogenic drug, but then weird shit starts to happen, and like it, there's a, it's very DMT-ish. It's I don't know. It's that has Ryan's name written all. Yeah. Over. It was a cool movie. Justin Long's in it. It's pretty good. All right. Well, shout out to uh, DJ Zephyr for that dope scratch. For those who uh, know about DJing, he was scratches hamster style, uh, meaning the crossfader is used on the other side. The, re the reason why is he was part of a group called the bulletproof scratch hamsters 
right? Mm, Dope. Well, I mean, visible scratch pickles, but not bulletproof scratch uh, scratch hamsters, right? I mean, so, whatever. Speaking of hamsters, Dark Side Jedi, say what's up. <laughs> the hamster is sleeping right now in my head. Um, hey, it's Tuesday night, and we are ready to do a cool top eleven. We got a lot of DC on this list. It's cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Speaking of cool manimal, say what's up. Oh, I'm glad you said speaking of cool manimal. I wasn't sure who you were going to go with on that. <laughs> I know. I was like, you got to see, you guys should know by now, you, whatever you say, I segue to the next person. So you, you're <laughs> yeah, setting up you, Justin right now. you have no idea what you're saying, so it could have been Justin <laughs> or me at that point. All right. So nope. you now you know you're setting up Justin. <laughs> Any, uh, well, yeah. Say what's good to the people. Me or oh, Justin? Me? No, Zach. <laughs> oh, what's up, everybody? <laughs> All right, Justin. Well, I guess you don't get any a cool, uh, any cool segue. This is the best segue. Well, let me tell you. I think the the start of the show with Ryan talking is probably better than what we were talking pre-show. I know Didn't we're just it's a comic book show, and he just says, "By the way, I saw this movie you know, about there was something about that song that like re- reminded me of it. I guess I don't know. It was a cool movie." All well, right. the people don't even want to know what we were talking about pre-show, so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, we don't. Yeah. And if you want, hit up Ryan C. Love on Facebook to see yeah. the, a possible Lord's intro of him playing the, what is that thing? Yeah, it's called a handpan. It's really cool. Um, Ryan gets down get on the handpan. I mean, you yeah, know, send it to me, and I'm going to remix it and add some beats to it. Uh, I just Ryan, another one. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, before we get off the rails, I think we already are, though, by the way. Uh, the show is sponsored by our friends over at Price Guide, uh, CoverPrice.com for all your price guides, collections, and trends. Sign up for a free trial or $6.99 a month, and you can get your uh, shakers, your movers, and this here top 10 list. Also, our friends at Key Collectibles. Go Facebook.com or Instagram.com, Key Collectibles, for all your pressing submitting and cleaning needs that you need facilitating needs and con season's right around the corner and literally WonderCon is coming sneaking right up on us speaking of which our friends krs comics is going to have a booth at WonderCon, and uh tomorrow this bad boy drops oh yeah silk number four the mike Ooh. mayhew number the mike mayhew variant cover mike mayhew seems to just be doing better and better so use the discount code of l-o-t-o-b to get 10 percent off any k-risk comics uh exclusives uh for some reason all the silk variants just look dope man i think people just they dig really drawing cool. them you know what i'm saying yeah uh, let's get right to it, boys and girls. This is the cover price top 10 for the week ending March 14th, 15th, right around there. Who cares? We're just rounding it off, you know. So uh, let's get right into it. Justin or Zach, what do we got for the runner-up? Yes, so the runner-up should not be much of a surprise for everyone, but we've got Batman number 6 from 2012. So while DC's New 52 was primarily underwhelming, the highlight of the relaunch was Snyder and Capullo's Batman run. Not only is this run celebrated, but it also delivered the Court of Owls, unarguably one of the best new additions to Batman's rogue gallery. However, the first appearance of the Court of Owls is rather complicated. It's even more complex than your typical first cameo versus full sh- first full appearance debate. Issue two of this run features the first mention of the Court of Owls and the first appearance of Talon, their assassin. Then in issue three, you see a photo of a few of the members wearing their owl masks and then a painting featuring a different group near the end of the issue. In issue four, we get a cameo appearance of new members via a monitor on the last page. Finally, in issue six, we see the current Court of Owls physically for the first time with their current masked members. There's plenty of room to debate the true first appearance. However, issue six outsells them all, making it the de facto winner. 
with hopes of seeing the cow the court in the next Batman film. This book began quickly trending with 20 copies sold a seven day trend of 137% high sale, $550 for CGC 9.8. Yeah. Arguably the Snyder Capullo one really kind of gave Batman a really new reboot on life. And I just, oh, I think our friend John Wynn has a, uh, um, a talent on quarter owls, original art. I believe uh, so. I could, a splash. Page. Yeah. Yeah, John gave, doesn't collect comics anymore, but he went into a whole new different world with doing original art, and it's uh, crank, frankly disgusting how much. I want to thank Justin. He sold me his uh, Batman collection, his New Fifty Two collection, years ago. What there was it go. like? Four years ago? Three years ago? Was it me or Autumn? Yeah, you know you. you sent, really? You sent. In a, I mean, I haven't even opened the box. Oh but yeah, yeah. Now, that's I'm, right. now okay. I'm gonna. Now I'm gonna. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give them back, dude. No man. Send back. I don't know where all right, so uh, runner-up for this week's list is Batman number six. So uh, it could quite fall off next week. We shall see, man. I, I, I have a feeling it will. But let's get right to the top ten, boys and girls. Uh, if you didn't pay attention to it, a trailer dropped, uh, I want to say, three or four days ago, I want to say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of fell under the radar. Not a lot of people talk about it. What do we got for number ten? Yeah, I like this one a lot. DMZ number one. This is a, a Vertigo title back in 2005, of course, Brian Wood on this. So the full trailer, like TiVo said, uh, it's going to be on HBO. It has met with mixed reactions due to some of its major departures from the original HBO Max, series. I think, actually. I think it's yeah. HBO Max exclusive, yeah. Uh, and then, <clears throat> so with that being said, anticipation for the new Rosario Dawson-driven series moved 13 copies this week, had a seven-day uptrend of 329%. And had a high sale of three hundred ninety-five dollars for a CGC at nine point eight. Yeah, I don't. I've never read DMZ, but the trailer. I mean, there are some really nice, cool-looking mm-hmm. uh, visuals that they have, like in the city landscape and everything. Uh, essentially, the story is the I. Um, I guess the island of Manhattan, New York, is closed off to yep. the rest of the world, and it's like a. It's basically Escape from New York. It's just imprisoned, and all and everything goes, and then. Uh, Rosario Dawson's character, I think, is trying to go back into the DMZ, which is typically basically the island of Manhattan. Um, for those who don't live in the East Coast, you know, Manhattan is really an island kind of to its own. Um, so uh, that's the premise of it. So it sounds a lot like uh, Escape from New York, really, if you think about it. But uh, I'm down, man. Anytime we get it. But interesting that it's going on HBO Max. I meant, you know, um, and not. Uh, but uh, you know what? That's good, though. HBO Max needs some good series, you know, as opposed to just uh, one off movies every now and then. So I'm looking forward. I mean, doesn't it make sense it's going there? I mean, it's Vertigo. So DC and yeah. most of the there yeah but well, sandman with the netflix so i mean it really sense. doesn't make sense you know what i'm saying yeah, um, right, yeah. yeah so it's it's weird how they option these things off and maybe dmz one was optioned when atrio max was already launched because I, I think sandman was in and was in development long before atrio max came and so they already had a deal with netflix um and and what was the other one the robert downey jr one um um Sweet Tooth, yeah, that's another DC that ended up on uh, Netflix as well. So I'm, I have a feeling those are were in development before HBO Max came. So that you know contractually they have to go and you know put it on there, and then it'll it, it'll end up being on HBO Max eventually. You know, but number ten on the list is DMZ number one from Vertigo, two thousand and five. What do we got up for number nine? Here's Timeless number one. This is the Mark Buckingham third print. On the right-hand side of this print, there is a female Black Panther with white hair. 
There's speculation that this could be an alternate reality version of Storm and T'Challa's daughter. While there's no confirmation of this, sales were briskly moving all week with 35 copies tracked at a seven-day uptick of 145%, and it had a high sale of $20 for a raw copy. Hmm, so why do I have a feeling this is like some, like, like tied to Tosin somehow or something along those lines, <laughs> right, right? right? I mean, you know, that's the whole thing. I mean, long ago we had heard that before T'Challa, or Chad Posen, you know, passed away tragically at a, you know, very young age, that the, what we were told was that, you know, um, he was going to marry Storm. Um, you know, and that was going to be the storyline, and she was going to be the queen of T'Challa, or the queen of Wakanda, this, that, and the other. Um, and that's where Storm was going to make her appearance because it kind of makes sense, right? You know, it doesn't have to have you know be exactly with the comics, but you know, if you have a character who's from African descent, why not have them in, uh, you know, the War for Wakanda? Uh, I think it's what it's called, right? What is the Black Panther two called? What is the title? Is it the War of Wakanda or it's Black Panther two? Black Panther two. So the war, oh, the other Wakanda. That's the uh, uh, that's the Disney Plus series then, right? So because mm, uh, they're, yes. they're, they're having two of them. All right. So uh, timeless number one, third print variant for those specking on. Um, <laughs> I don't know what they're specking on to be honest with you, but uh, go there's for a, it, man. There's a Black Panther with white hair. So yeah, you gotta grab it. So it's like an elderly Black Panther? I don't know, man. So, right. well, well, you had red suit Black Panther, what they were calling Red Panther, which made <laughs> right. no sense. Yeah, so. All right, so number nine is Timeless Number One, the Mark Muckingham third print variant. What do we got for number eight? So still following the uh, hotness of Batman being out, we got Batman number two. So with the Batman heating up the box office, many walked out of the film discussing what might be next for Robert Pattinson's Batman. While there's a spoiler-filled hint at where the next film could go, many fans are hoping for an appearance of the Court of Owls. Robert Pattinson was recently asked about the court, and he responded that the Court of Owls is probably going to be in the sequel. I mean, I'm literally just guessing. This bit of speculation helped the first appearance of Talon, the court's assassin, and the court's first mention in his issue to take off. Though with much debate around the court's first appearance, the market still favors issue number six. Uh, cover price tracked 40 copies, sold at a seven-day trend of 130%, with a high sale of $60 for a CGC 9.4, with Raws at a fair market value of $30. Wow. So, I mean... I mean, Damn, I another think... Batman book. Hey, Ryan, yeah. how's that complete lot? That's yeah, awesome. Get that shit back, dude. It's all, I shit, even have new 52. I even have new 52 Batman shit. That was, you know, and then I don't even collect DC that much. Uh, There's but a lot I'm of a variants of... for these books, too. They did yeah. the whole, I think, first one through 10, really. Has, yeah. a, has different variants. I mean, I think Quarter Owls has been rumored for at least two or three years now that I can that I can recall. There's always been murmurs of a Quarter of Owls they being did developed it on Gotham. Gotham, yeah, real quick. I mean, it was yeah. like and the next uh, the bit. next Arkham game that's going to be all with the courts. Yeah, like uh, Arkham. Uh, what's it called? Gotham Knights. That's yeah. gonna be, uh, dropping at the end of this year. That's all like yeah. uh, Court of Owls related. Yeah, I hope they do it, you know, because, you know, we've already seen a lot of Batman's rogues through all the different iterations of Batman, um, you know, and there's, believe it or not, there's still a segment of the fandom that doesn't like the Batman. Um, oh, because there's people that hate it. Well, it's because there's Zack, there's Zack Snyder, Ben Affleck 
the fanboys. You know what I mean? And they, and they nitpick it. It's like he was getting his butt kicked. I was like, dude, he's been Batman for like two years. You know, it's like, you know, we don't need he's not a perfect Batman. So but, you know, for me being a Marvel fan, but even before that being just a movie fan, I mean, the Batman to me was great. You know, so, you know, these guys nitpicking it because they want Zack Snyder back to do whatever he's doing. I mean, you know, that's. It's kind of ridiculous why they want to bash it, but you know, why can't we just celebrate all things DC, Marvel, Image, hey, and everything? Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, except for Bloodshot. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. I haven't watched. I haven't watched Bloodshot in the movie theaters. Damn it! I was like, I was craving for it. Was right before the pandemic. I was craving for any comic book movies, but uh, um, but uh, you're gonna have to wait for a few of these uh, DC titles. They all got pushed back like three months. And the bizarre thing is, uh, Shazam got moved up six months, which kind of weird, right? Uh, and Flash is gonna be the last movie now that comes out in 2023. Hmm. Do we see a reboot of the DCEU via Flashpoint, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Why would they change it all up unless, you know, you know, but, you know, that would some, that's something Feige would do. But we don't know what's going to happen with there's a, you know, everybody's talking about there's a merger with Discovery and uh, AT&T or, you know, giving up DC Comics, so... We shall see, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, the more comic book movies, the better. I was a little disappointed they pushed back all the DC movies. I was like, man, 2022 is going to be a great year for comic book films. And now, like, two or three of them have been moved to 2023. But we shall see, man. We shall see. Doctor Strange's new Multiverse of Madness is coming out next, though. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. I might cancel my you Thursday know, show just to go I see it. I haven't watched any trailers for that. And I don't think I'm going to. I'm going to go into that thing raw, super raw. Raw, baby. I'm gonna go into like you, raw. raw. So exciting! <laughs> <laughs> so By exciting. the way, this show is not for children. Uh, <laughs> Batman number two Rude. from 2011 coming in at number eight. Uh, number seven shouldn't surprise you at all since this trailer broke damn near broke the internet. Oh, it was epic! Star Wars, Darth Vader number six from Marvel Comics. This is volume two of the Darth Vader run, of course. So if you saw the Kenobi trailer last week for Disney+, Plus, then you saw clear shots of the Inquisitors as well as the Grand Inquisitor, whose first full appearance is in Darth Vader number 6. Uh, was already on fire before the trailer because of the speculations that Robert Friend would be playing him, Then the rumors were true. Last week, we did do 38 copies sold with a 7-day uptrend of 161% and a high sale of a CGC 9.8 for 600 bucks. What? Not bad. Nice. Oh, yeah. I got one for sale if anybody wants one. <laughs> you I know, bet you I, do. I, as a really good friend of yours, I think I you should gift me one. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? You know, maybe St. Patrick's Day gift or something. You know what I'm oh, saying? Sure. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it raw. I'll give it to me raw. I don't need a, I don't need slab copy. You know what I'm saying? Because I know you got a, quite a few of oh, them. Tim but, wants to read it. Yeah, uh, but uh, I. I, I think I have this series because I've been collecting the Darth Vader. I, w- I was collecting the Vader run, so the Star Wars the Vader run. I just got to go dig in my long boxes and find them because when the Star Wars relaunched under Marvel, I was collecting all Star Wars, uh, even Princess Leia, uh, and pretty sure Darth Vader too because I, I know because I have Darth Vader number two, which is the first uh, appearance of who? Chrysanthemum? Chrysanthemum? Is that, is that his first one, appearance? Uh, volume one, number one is Black Chrysanthemum. So is this volume two of Darth Vader? Volume two, yeah. This is the 2017 series. This is the better run. Damn it! In my opinion. damn it! 
damn it, I don't have it then. Yeah, I have the first volume of Darth Vader, which was a great read too, by the way. Um, but there you go. So number seven on the list, Darth Vader, number six from 2017. Great cover too. Very dope. Uh, is it possible to get back-to-back Star Wars on the list? It I think so. Is Star Wars High Republic Adventures number two. And while he had a cameo appearance in High Republic Adventures number one, the second issue features the first full appearance of Marcian Rowe. Marcian has been a key adversary across the High Republic titles, seemingly controlling the Levelers, a.k.a. the Nameless. The Levelers are weapons uh, or creatures of immense power that can nullify and disconnect Jedi from the Force uh, and even turn them into stone. Marcion's influence over the Levelers makes him an immense threat to the Jedi. After this reveal, fans rushed out to pick up a copy of the already trending first appearance. Last week, we tracked 52 copies. Uh, it had a seven-day uptrend of 117% and had a high sale of $150 for a CGC raw. I'm sorry, a CGC copy. <laughs> We've said raw so much in the I have this. I've been because I have been I've been pulling all the Star Wars High Republic and all the all the uh, variants. So I mean, I have a, all this when Star Wars High Republic came out. I told the big studio of my LCS, yo, pull every Star Wars High Republic and everything and all the and all the variants. So it's a great uh, cover. who's the artist on that? Uh, God, jeez, I forget off the top of my head. I think it's yeah, the same a, guy who does the interiors. Uh, his yeah. last name is right there. Uh, Tulebo. You're Max, a dweebo. Max Rebo? Debo. Debo. All right. Somebody in the live chat uh, put in the correct uh, title on <laughs> Harvey. that one. It's Harvey Talibo. Harvey Talibo. There you go. Uh, there we go. Halfway through the list, boys and girls. So let's hear from my sponsor, MySlabs. He's from the Philippines, doc- real quick. He's from the Philippines there. Oh, really? There you go. I'm t- there's tons of great Filipino artists. One of them is in the live chat. Our friend Noel Lane Flores. Shout out to Lane Flores doing the art on uh, Dreamwalker. Number one, Beautiful soon stuff. to be Dreamwalker. Number two, the first appearance of Tavoe. Oh. So here's our sponsor, My Slabs. There's uh, now selling raw comics, so check them out. Tired of paying 10%, 15%, or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now slabbed comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Yeah, so uh, you can sell uh, individual copies or you can sell sets, which is pretty cool. So if you have like 1 through 10 or 1 through 20, uh, go on my slab. So it's still relatively new, so there's not a lot on there. But go peep them out, and if you sign up for a seller, tell them uh, who sent, uh, where you heard from. Tell them the Lord sent you. Uh, shout out to Sizzle Magic for the five ninety nine Super Chat. He didn't even ask for anything. He just said, here's five bucks. Six. Thank you very much. Appreciate it, man. Um, there you go. Star Wars, the High Republic adventures. Number two from IDW, WWW. We were just talking about wrestling earlier. All right. What do we got for number five? Number five. We've got a new book. We got captain Carter. Number one, the animation variant, the one in 25, this, what if animated variant of captain Carter. Number one was already gearing up to be one of the hottest books of the week. High priced pre-orders set the bar for this high demand issue. Tracked 67 copies sold seven day trend of 95%. High sale of $95 for a raw copy. 
While the fair market value has since settled to $60, sales have been moving back upwards to those initial high values. Well, I hope this bunch up by price of Exiles number three, which technically isn't Captain Carter per se, but it, I mean, it is Captain. A lot of people, you know, you know how collectors are. So it was, it was like a the Exiles number three where they showed kind of a, a Peggy Carter with the shield as Captain America. But you know, this one is truly, and I dig like the cover is exactly like the animation style of the show what if uh mm -hmm. and congratulations to the what if team they won a uh critics choice award for best animated series uh cool. whatever that means uh but yeah they won and the animation is spectacular uh spectacular animation i you know i i like to watch the last two episodes Oh, again, again, because uh, those were by far the best when they're all fighting um, kind of crazy Ultron. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean, that, that I mean, that is so dope. I can't wait for season two of what if, um, you know, um, come on. Come on, DC. Give us an Elseworld, Elseworld series. Come on. Come on. Do it. You know, Jesus. Come on. Come on. Come on. I mean, I know they have one offs like speeding bullets and uh, uh, red uh, Superman, red sun. This, you know, but, you know, they're, they don't have like an ongoing like, you know, like what if one, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten? It's just they do these one offs. And, and, and you know what? The Elseworld stories are fantastic. I actually love them, man. It's a different take on on the DC world. Uh, speeding bullets is what if Superman was Batman? Right. Yeah. And then and then Superman Red Sun, which is an animated series, is what if like uh, Superman crash landed in like Russia or something like that? It's it's kind of crazy. Uh, uh, but the, the show is pretty good, too. Or the, the animated series is pretty good, too. Um, and speaking of that, and if you haven't seen The Long Halloween parts one and two, see it. Go see it. I, I don't know if you should see it before the Batman or after the Batman because it, I, I think it's a bit spoilerish if you see it. What do you guys think? Uh, if you, you get for the, uh, you no, I don't think no, so. it doesn't matter. One thing, yeah. But I mean, you wouldn't know that going. In I mean, can now. we talk? Can we talk spoilers now? It's been out for what two weeks? Mm, I wouldn't. All right. I, I well, still I have know. people that I have not seen it. It's fun, and, you, and there are people are in the serious? comic book world. Yeah, and there are people in the comic book world. So, Did uh, they give a reason why? No. Didn't really they're just they're just deadless. Slow they have no soul. In? Dead know. slow slow souls inside. I mean, it's it's gonna it's already hitting 500 million worldwide, and it's getting a China release on March 18th. So I think this could be a, a billion dollar movie for for DC. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. Mm -hmm. one billion dollars. I'm trying and to think make, the last and a makeup Oscar for uh, Penguin. What was the last billion dollar movie? Was it Aquaman? Uh, for DC, did Aquaman? I think Aquaman did a billion dollars, right? Yeah, I don't I think so. Yeah, because I know Wonder Woman eighty four didn't, because that was like a day and day release. But I think Aquaman did a billion dollars, and prior to that, I don't think Wonder Woman didn't do a billion dollars. Batman vs Superman didn't do a billion dollars. Justice League didn't do a billion dollars. So uh, you know, you know. But like I said, it's always in the world of Marvel, it's Spider Man. In the world of in the world of DC, it's Batman. Uh, people are gonna, you know, it doesn't matter who's under the cowl. People love Batman. You know, going all the way back to Michael Keaton and all the and well, except for uh, George Clooney. I'm sorry, George Clooney, but <laughs> nipples, you know, nipples, bat nips. Sorry, man. All right, number five on the list is Captain Carter. Number one, the Marvel Studios Animation One in Twenty Five variant. All right, what do you got for number four? Well, now I definitely got to get my uh, my Batman. 52 run back run. from uh, Ryan. So uh, number <laughs> four, three, we got, uh, yeah. yeah, three. We should have did over books. under on Batman books. <laughs> Holy, 
So we got Batman number 28, and I'm so happy this book is getting some love from uh, DC Comics back in 2014. So per deadline regarding the CW's next upcoming series in the fall, uh, Gotham Knights, uh, Phelan Smith is going to be playing Harper Rowe, uh, as described as a street-wise acrobat and often underestimated. The blue-haired bisexual is a gifted engineer who can fix anything but what Harper wants most of all is to repair the broken lives of her and her brother, Colin only person she trusts uh harper rose first appearance though is in batman issue number seven from the new 52th and that's actually four books on this series however four of this this one this first appearance is of course her first appearance as the new bluebird uh, persona that she takes on so batman number 28 from the new 52 tracked 42 sales last week a seven-day uptrend of 163 percent and a high sale of 165 dollars for a cgc 9.8 also look out for that rare combo variant for issue number 28 as well yeah she's a cool character i liked her i liked her um, yeah i'm happy was, that she's didn't uh, she, did, did she was she robin for a second or no was it just no, bluebird bluebird yeah bluebird okay. okay and she's been showing up in the uh the backstories of the joker yeah with, uh, it's real good uh what's her face flatline Punchline. Yeah, Our boy Gomez, the comic collector, says there's a steampunk variant for this. Now I gotta see it. Now and I'm now I want to go. Oh, I have go, it. Nice. Oh, see, I gotta get that. Shout out to Gomez, the comic collector, for pointing that out. Now I gotta see that. So, number four on the list is Batman number twenty eight from two thousand and fourteen. Can we get another Batman book on the list? What do we got for number three? Well, uh, from Batman to King Conan, this is issue number three. And as mentioned last week, writer Jason Aaron was recently criticized for giving his highly sexualized supernatural princess in this issue the name Matuaka, which is known to be the actual name of Pocahontas. The true story of Pocahontas is now seen as a very tragic one centered around slavery and abuse. Aaron apologized, admittedly not knowing the sensitivity um, over the name's use and noted that the character's name and appearance will be adjusted for the rest of this miniseries and in all digital and collected editions. Aaron also donated all money received for this issue and donated it to the National Indi uh, Indigenous Women's Resource Center. So while this was not recalled, it will be the only copy with the Matuaka name and thereby sent collectors rushing online to obtain a copy. We tracked 32 copies, it sold, and it had a seven-day uptrend of 241% and a high raw sale of $25. Yeah, I don't I think this those is... those people that go out and... Yeah, I don't think, I don't think this is going to have a staying power for, you nah. know, it's going to be gone for a while. But if, like, the true story of Pocahontas is not the Disney version no, that you guys no, saw, right? No, I, no. I think she was like 14 years old when she was like uh, with that dude, whatever, John Smith, what's his name? The, yeah, the, the, yeah, she was like 13, 14 years old or something along those lines. But uh, yeah, so this, uh, uh, you know, I'm surprised it's still on the, this high on the list, to be honest with you. But, you know, you know, controversy, you know. Brings out the collectors, good or bad. So, number three on the list, King Conan, number three from 2022. What do we got for number two? Is it another Batman book? Uh it is not. Number two is The Spectacular Spider-Man, number 116. So, Deadline is reporting that Catch-22 star Christopher Abbott is set to join Sony Pictures' Marvel movie, Craven the Hunter, starring Aaron Taylor-Johnson in the title role. While unconfirmed, sources say Abbott would play the film's main villain, The Foreigner, one of Spider-Man's biggest, bigger adversaries in the comics. 
The Foreigner's first full appearance in this issue began to trend after the cheap copies initially disappeared. We tracked 64 copies sold, seven-day trend of 150%, and high sale of $150 for CGC 9.6. Yeah, I don't... Is he one of the bigger adversaries? I've been asking, like, all my friends are that are big Spider-Man fans are like, really? I mean, I don't even see him in, in the rogues gallery of Spider-Man, you know, villains. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but, you know, it, and, you know, but it hasn't been confirmed yet that he's playing the foreigner, but uh, you never, that doesn't stop other people from doing it. So there you go, man. Uh, shout out to uh, the principal defects in the house. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, when this when I first found out about this, it was it was basically somebody saying, I think it was Movie Web or somebody saying that it's probably going to be the foreigner. Um, and uh, well, we always tell you guys be careful when you spec on villains. The, there are a lot of times they're one and done. So uh, need I point out uh, Hydro Man and Molten Man or whatever the hell they were for us? Uh, <laughs> you know. Oh my God! You know, remember that. Oh my God, that was that was nuts. What about uh, all Corona the Suicide Squad characters <laughs> at the oh, beginning yeah. of the uh, movie? I yeah. still think the Hydro Man and the Molten Mans were great. Those books blew up and then went right back down. Yeah, um, yeah, people were still believing it, but you know, mm. you know, for those who flipped it in the right time, congrats to you. Those who were uh, long holds on it, oof, man. You know, hey, st- it's still gold. You know, good Spider-Man stories from back in the day, but you know, be careful on specking villains unless they're like big villains, like you know, Darkseid or Thanos, something along those lines. Even Thanos is dead, but you know what? I think he'll be back. I don't think Thanos is gone. There'll be an, there'll be a variant of Thanos. There's already a variant of Thanos in What If, so you know, I can I could totally see him coming back again. So you never know. But Thanos is is a B, but. Uh, Number two on the list, the spe- Peter Parker, the Spectacular Spider-Man, number 116 from 1986. Way to dig in them long boxes. So that can only leave one for no- issue number one. What could it be? Oh, my God. Number one. <laughs> what? West Coast Avengers, number 46 from Marvel Comics wow. from 1989. So if your 2022 bingo card had a West Coast Avengers issue heating up, then you're doing pretty good right now. However, you like... The Great Lakes Avengers first issue on your list. Well, you're a seven. You got seven. This team, though, is featuring the craziest characters you've ever seen. Doorman, Flartman, Dianosaur, and Big Bertha were a team of Marvel misfits and D-list heroes. Though this book is trending specifically due to Mr. Immortal, who was also first appeared in this issue and is speculated to appear in the upcoming Disney Plus series She-Hulk, this speculation steamed from a leak that a Hulk, She-Hulk audition for a character named Dr. Revive, which mainly is actually Mr. Immortal, while very unconfirmed rumors helped sell this book 60 copies last week with a seven-day uptrend of 214% and a high sale of $365 for a CGC 9.8. No way. Yeah, Great so, Lakes Avengers, man. That so let's. Hilarious. We like to, you know, try to find the source of these sometimes, and sometimes it's a YouTuber, sometimes it's an Instagrammer. Uh, this actually comes to comicbook.com. Um, so let's see. Uh, I'm pulling up the article right now. Um, uh, Coincidentally, Mr. Moore was slated to appear in Freeform's New Warriors live action series, but that never happened. Um, uh, Disney CEO Bob J. Pick teased a release window for Shield, indicating it will premiere after Moon Knight and Miss Marvel. Um, 
since uh so basically this is all coming from comicbook.com written by a dude named timothy adams so um yeah actually <laughs> let me see it even goes even further so it's uh the cosmic circus which is even a less reputable site um recently shared on an additionally video with the marvel villain may reveal a she hulk scene so and then it says sorry the video does not exist so <laughs> Be careful, uh, is what I'm saying, because there apparently was a audition video, but now that audition video cannot be found. And just because you have an audition doesn't mean that it's going to make the final, you know, the final cut. So, but damn, West Coast Avengers number 46. I thought I'd seen everything on this top 10 list, but uh, this really just takes the cake. Is this this the first appearance of the Great Lakes Avengers? Because if that is, I got to get this. You should, being from Detroit. Come on now. Why Come not, on, man? I'm serious. I yeah. have the first appearance of the uh, JLA Detroit. I got to get the Great Lakes. That is the most random ever, the JLA Detroit. <laughs> but to be honest with you, Detroit in a certain era really needed the, first uh, the Justice League. Yeah. yeah. They need a Justice yeah. League Chicago right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's like, yeah, they're good. It's, yeah. New York is like, is pretty clean nowadays. Like, uh, will you ever see like a, uh, West Coast Avengers number 46 uh, coming in at number one. Have you ever seen, like, uh, back in the day, I'm mean, going uh, shoot this in. Back in the day, um, the Daredevil runs that featured Hell's Kitchen that was, like, this, you know, gritty, grammy place. It's, like, super – Hell's Kitchen now is, like uh, – Trendy. Trendy, yeah. like, yuppie, you know. Yeah. Yeah, well, most of New York nowadays, yeah, like everybody's yeah. been priced out. You know what I mean? Even I'm, even the Bronx now is is probably expensive. But if you think about like Brooklyn, all those places, uh, I guess what's the word? Gentrification. People moved out of Manhattan, and then you know, and you know, and oh, why you complain? Hey, people move out there. Your real estate values go up if you if you had something out there. You know what I'm saying? So um, there you go, man. Well, that's the show in a succinct 45 minutes. Dark Side Jedi. Any last words? Thanks for joining us. Awesome list. Thanks again, Justin, for all those books. Um, <laughs> what a man. dick, dude. You know? um, yeah. So I'm going to go open up that box and send some things in to see. You probably got that on the cheap, too. <laughs> well, how long ago did you get these? Oh, man. It was like when we first met. It was long. And you still ago. haven't opened them? No. No, I just Watch I, it I, right I, I don't like... need them. I've already have two sets. This is my third set. Oh, um, what a dick, dude. <laughs> Wow. You should do a whatnot sale. Hey, you know what, though? If anyone deserves that, it's Justin who's sitting there with like 20 copies of Star Wars books. So, yeah. Oh, you're saying karma? Karma, bro. Uh, Speaking of, yeah, man, I'm on any last words. Uh, No, fun list and uh, happy early St. Patrick's Day to everyone. Hopefully, everyone will be out there getting drunk. I know I will be. So, uh, everyone be safe. Have a fun St. Patrick's Day and uh, see you next week. When is St. Patrick's Day? Thursday? Thursday. Thursday. Yep. All right. We'll have a show, and I got my Green Lord shirt ready yeah. for the rocking oh, for the, the Shaker show on Thursday. Yeah. yeah. Justin, any last words? Yeah, of course. Check out the latest episode of the Comic-Con podcast on all those podcast platforms. We had our friend and uh, friend of the show as friend also of the Lord's Moonlit Comics, yeah. Michelle. She was uh, Michelle is awesome. Yeah, so this month we're doing uh, Women's Month, of course, so we have uh, a few guests lined up. Nobody this week, but we've got some uh, people coming up in the next couple weeks. So, again, make sure you check out the Comic-Con podcast. Check out the Comic-Con podcast. Follow follow Moonlit Comics on Instagram. She's one of the uh, females in the comic community that actually 
reads comics mm-hmm. and has some cool comics. Uh, so, yeah. you know, give her a following. I think she has her own YouTube channel now, too. Yep. Michelle's a yes. cool. Yeah. She's really she's a really cool chick. And speaking of uh, this month of uh, is Women's Week a, a month, uh, I, I will be on a women's show. So I don't know how that works out, but I will be with the comic book women of Nearing Nirvana tomorrow with the price is wrong. So it's going to be me and the gals from the comic book women on nearing Nirvana's YouTube channel tomorrow, I believe at 6 PM Pacific. Uh, so, um, you know, you know, I figured, Hey, it's, it's women's month. So I'll go support the females and, uh, and, uh, hopefully they'll be nice to me and won't uh, be too mean to me. And, uh, <laughs> Because they won't even tell me, they're, we're going to have fun. We're going to have this show. I was like, uh-oh. All right. But anyway, there it is. Check it out. Nearing Nirvana. Give them a follow on YouTube. Uh, they have their own channel. It's got about 1,000 subs. Give them some more subs. I'll be on there tomorrow at 6 p.m. I'll also shoot the link on my YouTube uh, community page uh, for it. So we're going to, you know, just, just sometimes when I go on shows, I don't have to do anything and just just talk comics and have fun. So, uh, you know, they asked me to be on there. I said, sure, I can do it. If it's on, it's not on Tuesday and Thursday or Saturday or Sunday <laughs> or Friday. <laughs> so, Wednesday, so Wednesday it is. So check out Nearing Nirvana, Nerdvana tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific. I'll be on there with the women, uh, comic book women and uh, gonna just talk about some stuff, man. So uh, until then, boys and girls, um, yeah. We didn't even talk about the Miss Marvel trailer. What'd you guys think? Oh, I didn't right. know there was. I yeah. didn't see it yet. We'll have to. We'll have to figure it out once more. I, I like that they did show off Red Dagger, real quick. You got to see him. So uh, yeah, I think that'll be interesting. But again, I, I think I like how they're taking a different toll on the powers, and that's something that we know because of Mister Fantastic. So. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it, and it, and it ties to because she's going to be in the Marvels, so it totally mm-hmm. ties to all the Miss Marvels that there are. So it can kind of see like her. She's dressed up as Captain Marvel, and then something about a bracelet and she says something cosmic so very interesting because you know i think mm-hmm. in the comics she's actually an inhuman so uh um you know marvel doesn't say the uh, mcu doesn't say the i word anymore since that uh, tv <laughs> show so uh we'll see how they explain that into it she's not Did an I human hear? oh shit okay then, I, then what i saw was wrong then i saw that anton mount was recast as uh black bolt the, the black bolt that quite but possibly maybe that happen, was wrong yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. yeah. He's a good actor. I mean, I couldn't tell in black in uh, humans because he's because right uh, Illuminati, right? <laughs> Isn't he part of Illuminati? He's part of the Illuminati, yeah. But I, he's a great actor though. But uh, shit show. And uh, thank you, Scott Buck, for really ruining Iron Fist and the Inhumans for us all. Uh, but once again, we will see you guys Thursday, at six p.m. for the Shakers. Uh, tomorrow, I'll be on Comic Nerdvana. Um, I will share the link uh, in the live chat uh, or once the video posts. I'll be on there tomorrow talking comics at 6 p.m. So make sure you go support the, support the females in the comic book community, man. I mean, so many of them are fake and uh, don't really know about comics. But there are a few that do know about comics and read them. And Michelle and some of the comic women are some of them. Uh, but I won't say any names because I'm not, I'm not one to kiss it. I'm just kidding. Anyway, I'll see you guys tomorrow on... Uh, here, let me show the graphic again so you guys can know. It's called Nearing Nerdvana. Look them up on YouTube. They got the channel. I'll be on there at 6 p.m. Pacific tomorrow. Going to play The Price is Wrong. So I'm assuming nice. they're going to tell me what the price of comics is and my guess of Mason on what the price is. Bring uh, your uh, gonna... overstreet guide. 
Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys and girls. I will see you tomorrow on Nearing Nirvana. If you can't catch us then, I will see you Thursday on the comic book Shakers list, aka the Ofer list. Until next time, boys and girls, keep digging in them long boxes. Peace out.